Parshas Nitzavim, you have to be careful about these short parshias. We tend to leave them for the last uh, part of the week, and uh, even though they're short, only 40 psukim this year that we have separated Nitzavim from Vayelach. Nitzavim is 40 psukim, Vayelach is 30 psukim, but they're powerful, powerful and the fact that, that this parsha was chosen always to be the parsha right before Rosh Hashanah, obviously there's, uh, there's going to be something very, very powerful and a message. And we, ta- we actually find the parsha of tshuva in this week's parsha. But before, before we get to that, the opening words, Atem Nitzavim Hayoim. Kulchem lifnei Hashem elokechem. Atem, you are all standing here. Powerful word, Atem, referring to all of the Jewish people in one title. The Nesiv Shalom already brings from the Sifri Tzadikim that Atem is an acronym for a, a powerful statement that we say every day in the slichas, Al Tashlichenui Milfonecha. Don't cast me away from you. Aleph Tof Mem. Atem. And these are the this is the this is the sentiment that we want to read before we say Atem, Akashbo is telling us all, you're never cast away. You're never out of my reach. You're never, never out of my purview of, of interest and love and protection. No coincidence that today is Thursday, the last Thursday of the year. Even the Bali Musser say the last week of the year, we have an opportunity to be bring tikkun to every single day of the year that we might have not acted properly and not used to its fullest. And this is the last Thursday of the year. Every day we have the Shir Shel Yoim. What's the song of the day? And it's, these are portions taken from the book of Tehillim. And in today's Shir Shel Yoim, we talk about Rosh Hashanah. And we have this famous statement that we will say in our davening. Before Mariv, we're going to say it uh, in different parts of the Tfilu. Tiku Shefer. Blow. The shofar in the in the month of shofar, the whole month of Tishrei, is inaugurated with the mitzvah of Kia shofar. But it's called the month of shofar. The whole month of of Tishrei is called the month of shofar. chagenu, at a time, an appointed time, chagenu that are the day of our of our festival of our holiday. But the Gemara says that bakesa is is the word. Kisui, covering. It's the only holiday, Rosh Hashanah, that comes at the beginning of the month. Rosh Chodesh is the beginning of the month. Every other holiday is usually the 15th of the month. Sukkot, Pesach, even Shavuos is on the 7th, 6th or 7th day of the month when the moon is already revealed, it's seen. This holiday is Bakesa, it's hidden which means that there's a hidden quality to the Rosh Hashanah, to the Yom Tov of Rosh Hashanah, that we have to reveal. 
the first and foremost is the whole the whole idea that that this day is a day of judgment is revealed. You look into the Torah where it describes the Yom Tov of Rosh Hashanah, you have no clue that it's a day of judgment. Absolutely no clue. And there's a reason for that. Because the judgment of Rosh Hashanah is something that's unique for the Jewish people. The Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah, of course, you know, says that there's that there's Arba Rosh Hashanah, there's four Rosh Hashanahs, and the Mishnah later on in, in Tazayin Amad Aleph, the Mishnah says that Ba'arba Prokim Nidoin Ha'olam, four intervals of the year, the world is judged for certain things. But Rosh Hashanah, the Mishnah says, Kol Boye Ha'olam, Oivrim Lefan of Kibnei Maron. By Rosh Hashanah, Pesach on the Tfuah, Shvuas on the Perisa Elon, on Sukkot on Mayim, on Rain, and on, on Rosh Hashanah, Kol Boye Yoilam, which we pointed out means all humanity. Or could be even mean the animals, everybody, every gold, anything that walks this earth, plant life, everything is judged. But for sure, all humanity is judged. So why don't we tell everybody? <laughs> Why don't we have a take out billboards? Make it a, your your project. Take it. We don't do that. Because there's bakesel yoim chagenu. There's a hiddenness to the judgment because the judgment is unique for 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 Bnei Yisrael. And this is what we continue saying. Bakesel yoim chagenu, there's a hiddenness in this holiday. It's a decree. Chaik is Mishpat Lelokei Yaakov. There's a there's a hiddenness of the decree. Why the day of judgment is hidden from 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 humanity, and it is. Now we said today, today in the Yom, we're going to talk about that, and I think even within Klal Yisrael, one can say that. Yes, there's a judgment, and if a, a non-Jew, you know, on, on Rosh Hashanah has a hear her tshuva, which, since it's in the air, it's in the atmosphere, possibly they will have a moment that they'll say, you know, I'm not going to cheat today, I'm not going to do this or that, and I'm, I'm gonna, something is making me feel a little honest today. They can be zoicha bedin. They can't be zoicha bedin. Yeah, a thought of tshuva, do something kind, not take advantage like they perhaps could do, have done, and will do maybe later at a later date. <laughs> but but today I'm not going to do it. They don't know why. It's the hero tshuva. But for Kalal Yisrael, and even within Kalal Yisrael, how many Jews go to high holiday services? When we lived in Baltimore and we went to the yeshiva... On the way to the yeshiva, we pass by so many reformed temples, and the parking lots are getting fuller and fuller. And there's they have uh, shuttles and and flag people with flags helping the the traffic. And and we think these people want to do the right thing. They want they go to high holiday services, which I'm, I think today is probably almost nil, you know, comparatively. 
what it used to be. People, high holiday service, of course. Of course, so, uh, the topic of this, where are you going, where are you going, of course. But even that, we, we, it was probably, we, we, we hoped for. Uh, someone, the great Rav once told me, he says, where are the Yorzeit Yidden? We used to come to shul for the Yorzeit of their father, their mother. You don't have that today. The concept is dead. Yorzeit Yid. Wouldn't go to shul the whole year, but you pop into shul, find the shul, come into shul, want to say Kaddish, break his head with a little keep on his head, come into shul, for his father, there's no such thing today. No concept. But the high holiday hidden, and they, they don't know what it's all about. There's a hiddenness within the hiddenness, even among the Jewish people, of what the, what what is the yomtiv of Rosh Hashanah all about. Parshas Nitzavim, Atem Nitzavim Hayoim, Again, the Nesiv Shalom brings from Sifrei Tzadikim that Hayoim is referring to Rosh Hashanah. And Nitzavim, that word Nitzavim is an unusual word. It's not very common in the Torah. It says the Balaturim that Nitzavim reminds us of the famous words by Matan Torah where it says and they were situated on the, at the foot of the mountains. And we know the famous Chazal, they were standing there in unison, in unity, total unity. That's what Nitzavim is, is reminiscent of. It's reminding of that there's a, there's a bit of Maimir HaSinai in every Rosh Hashanah, in this gathering. And Chazal, Rashi brings us, Melamed, we learn from here, Shekinsam, Moshe, Lufnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Moshe Rabbeinu gathered the Jewish people on the day of his death. This is Zion Odar, the day of his death. Lachnisam Bevris, to bring them into a covenant. They've been brought so many times into a covenant. What's this last covenant? In this week's Parsha, we're taught about the tshuva. And there's a unique aspect to this tshuva that we're being told that has to do with Atem Nitzavan, you're standing here today, together. All of you together. And you're there, Lifnei Hashem, in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is a situation that we have to know that is eternal. That moment, just like the moment of Maimed Har Sinai is eternal, the moment of standing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that the Jewish people are always standing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when we're standing together is also eternal. Later on in the parsha, Lamed Gimel, Perak Lamed, Pasa Gimel, don't turn too many pages, you'll go past the Parsha, it's on page 1090, and this is the Parsha of, of Tshuva. 
and you'll return in your heart and all the all the, the nations that have cast you away and you'll return to Hashem and you will hear his voice and in the next passage, passage Gimel Hashem and Hashem will re- will return you. You see that pasuk, v'shav Hashem elokecha shavuscha, and Hashem will return you. Here he, he, he translated, then Hashem, your God will bring you your you back, bring back your captivity and your mercy. But it says he will bring you back. So says Rashi, it's an interesting language. Says Rashi, shouldn't say v'shav in the present v'heshev, and and Hashem will then bring you back. which is referring to a Gemara in Megillah, the end of Megillah on Chavtesam and Aleph. Rabbi Seinu Lomdu Mikan Kiviyocho Shashchina Shruya Im Yisrael Betzaras Galusa. The Heshiv says Hashem will bring you back. Hashem is in the in the redeemed place. Veshav means we will return together. That's the Rashi saying. It says Veheshiv, and this is a Gemara here in in Masechtas Megillah Chavtesamet Aleph. And the Gemara brings this Tanya Rabshim Be'yachoi. The famous Rabshim Be'yachoi says, Bo re'e kama chaviven Yisrael lefnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shebechol mokum shegolu shechinimoim. Wherever they are in, in exile, the shechin is with them. Golu l'mitzrayim shechinimoim. They were in Mitzrayim, the, the, the shechin was with them. It brings a Pasuk. Golu l'bavel shechinimoim. It brings a Pasuk. And also when they will be returned from the Golos, Shechinim on the Chir is going to be with them. Shenemar, our Pasuk, V'shav Hashem Elokecho, as Shavuscha, V'heshiv loy nemar, it doesn't say V'heshiv, he will bring you back, meaning come from the redeemed place and bring you back from your exile. No, V'shav, we'll go together. Amazing, Diuk in the Pasuk. But that's what the Pasuk is saying. And then the Gemara goes through, interesting, where, where is the Shechina in Bavel? Where is it? Where can you find it? Interesting Gemara. The Tolna Rebbe, in his Sefer, on Tyrus HaChinuch, he has a Sefer where he took all of his talks about education, training um, for children, he put it into one book on the Parsha. So this week's Parsha, he has an amazing piece where he asks, his shear always on Thursday nights is on Rashi. Chumash Rashi. Where he plummets into a Rashi, asks a, a bunch of questions that are just like blow up the Rashi, and then he tries to put it back together. Every Thursday night. They send out an email, you can get it um, but and then they took from those things every 
everyone that he talked about in Yanam of Chinuch and training and teaching and, and he put it into one book. So in that book, on Parshat Nitzavim, he goes on this Rashi. And he asks, Rashi quotes the Gemara, but doesn't quote the Gemara. Rashi brings the Chazal, Rabbi Seinu Lomdu, but doesn't, you know, doesn't bring the whole, doesn't bring that it's in the name of Rabbi Shimba Yechoi, it doesn't bring Kama Chaviv in Yisrael, just bring, they learn from here that the Shechina is with Yisrael, B'tzoras Gulosam, and the pain of their Golos. And when they, he redeems them, he, he bring, comes back with them. And, and he asked, why is that? Why, why do we find... So he wants to explain in the most beautiful way, but I want to I show that this is so far-reaching that we even see this in the Shalashudas as miris. If you're a chassid, if you're in, not in the shuls that they're always in a rush, but in the in the in the Zmiris books, not everyone, but many of them, Chsidim, they start after they sing Mizmur Ladavid three times, right? They they start a paragraph that's called Yitzave Tzur Chazdoi. We should be we're commanded to see the Chesed of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Ki of that He will redeem us and bring us back, and there it brings Vitonu Yoshev Nidochim Koyvets. There, Hakarjbarucho will come back with us from the Golas. And he says, Yoshiv Loi Nemar Kiim Vishov Kibates. That it, it brings a reference to this Pasuk and this Gemara that Hakarjbarucho comes back with us. That he's there in Golas with us. He's suffering along with us, but it's concealed. There's Hester upon him. And then we, and in Shalashudas, the time of, of the end of Shabbos, where we've taken in all of the blessings of Shabbos, and there we have to realize that we're, we're basically, we're not in Golis at all. We're always with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Atem Nitzavim Hayoyim Kulchem Lifnei Hashem. We're always Lifnei Hashem. At the worst, darkest moment of anyone's personal or collective lives, everything is shut, we're in COVID, everything is shut, that we've never experienced it like that. You know, our, our parents and grandparents in the Holocaust experienced isolation, quarantine, hiding, fear of death. They lived like it was six, seven years, some of them. In Poland, the, 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 they lived like that. Even there, we were always Lifnei Hashem. We have to look for it, we have to find it, we have to, but it's there. And, and that's a moment in Shalashudas, it's a moment that we can we say Yoshiv loy nebkiim v'shov v'kibetz HaKosh Baruch is there v'shov as we say in this week's parasha v'shov, he's coming back with us and he brings a beautiful kliyokar in parashas Breshis where HaKosh Baruch was promising Yaakov Avinu when he was going down to Mitzrayim he was fearful he was so afraid of going down to Mitzrayim and taking his family, 70 people, the, the core and the kernels of the 70 
kernels of, of Klal Yisrael. He was so afraid. What's going to be with my children? What's going to be with them? And Koshbo told him, don't worry. Anoichi ered imcha, I'm going to go down with you. Mitzrayimah v'anoichi a'alcha gam ola, and I'm going to bring you up. And the Kliyokar looks at the puzzle, he says, look at something so interesting. An aspect of this Vishav, where the Gemara says, you see Vishav, we're coming back together. He, there also it says, I'm going to go down with you. Means I'm going first. Anoichi is referring to Hashem. I'm going to go down with you. I'm going to lead you into Mitzrayim. But I, I'm going to bring you up. Which means I'm going to take you out first and I'm going to be behind. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to go down with you the first one. I'm going to be the last one out. I'll be behind you. Behind you. Yeah. And the Kli says that this is an amazing promise <clears throat> where our Pasig and our Parsha is a, is a continuation of that promise that Akash Baruch Hu says. And he says like, you don't have to be fearful. I'm not going to go out first, like you, like someone who's who is, is is drowning in water, and the the good swimmer goes out first and then schleps the person. But the person is still in the water. He's still fearful. Is the guy going to just run away and walk away? No. I'm going to help you out first. You'll be the first one out, and then I'll leave the water. And when we go down, I'll be the first one in the water. You'll never have a moment of fear. That's the Kliyokar in, in his beautiful pshat, and he says this is the this is the concept that we have to give that that Baruch wants us to know that we're always lifnei Hashem. And he brings a beautiful ma'aseh from his grandfather, the previous Tolna Rebbe. That I, I've heard this ma'aseh before. That the Tolna Rebbe was was. Um, there was a boy in yeshiva, in a chesidish yeshiva, or maybe not a chesidish yeshiva, that did something that he was deserving to be expelled. And the mashgiach expelled him, threw him out, you can't stay in the dormitory, and he's walking around the streets, I believe it was in Yerushalayim, and who does he bump into? The Tolner Rebbe, the previous Tolner Rebbe, who was taking a stroll in Yerushalayim, he meets this boy, and Tolan Rebbe was, uh, had a heart of gold. He meets and says, Bachar, what's going on? Where are you walking around? I, so he says, well, uh, tell me what, I just got thrown out of yeshiva. <clears throat> at the, leave the dormitory. What? Really? Who threw you out? So dorm counselor saying, no, the mashgiach. So this is about after midnight already. And the, the, the Rebbe says, you wait here or come with me. And he goes, I know the mashgiach. He, he goes to the mashgiach's house, bangs on his door at mid after midnight. Really, true story. True story, yes. And and the mashgiach comes in his pajamas and his robe to the door. He sees the tolner rebbe's there. Rebbe, what's the call? What's the emergency? What's he, he says? The rebbe tells him. I, the rebbe says, I. The rebel was speechless. The rebel says, "You know, it says I'm here to talk to you about 
a certain boy that you sent away from the yeshiva. But I, I can't even talk, get to that issue about it before I have to share with you something even more important. He says, I know there's times when you have to send away a boy from yeshiva. I know that happens. You're running an institution and you got to do it. But I, I, I cannot believe how is it that you're able to go to sleep? How is it that you're able to go into pajamas when you know there's a boy vulgaring in the streets, draying around in the streets, and he doesn't have a place to sleep because you threw, you had to throw him out of yeshiva. And you paskin that happens sometimes. But how are you go, how do you sleep? How do you get in pajamas? You know, they have this kasha on para, you know, we, the kids dance around para in pajamas, you know, with the kids dance around. And and Rashi over there says, Vayakum Paray Laila. Rashi said, Mimi Taso from his bed. He knows that that Bakas Bakhiris is happening. He says, How was he able to go to sleep? All firstborn, including him, was going to die at midnight. And he was able to get in pajamas and go to sleep. Rashi wants us to know that this, this is a. Uh, you know, uh, uh, or something unusual. But anyway, back to the Tolman Rebbe. The Tolman says, I- I'm so confused, I can't, I can't believe. I thought maybe you'd be seeing Tillam, you'd be sitting on the floor, davening for the, for Churban uh, bias and, and crying your eyes out that this boy should be protected and saved, even though you had to throw him out. But, so, 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 I have to, so the, after the Mashgiach now calmed him down, he says, I accept, you're right, you're right, Rebbe. And then they started talking about this boy, how is it possible to bring him back to the yeshiva with, with, under what conditions? But this, the feeling of that we're never rejected. Hashem, Hashem I'm with you in Golas. You won't always see me, but I'm always there, I promise you. It was a promise before the first Golas. Anoichi Ered, I'm going to go down with you. You'll never be alone, not one moment. You'll always be the Fnei Hashem. This is the, this is the feeling that we're supposed to have before we come to Rosh Hashanah. This is the feeling that we're never alone. We're Mamlach HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This year especially we have the, the privilege of having a Shabbos right before Rosh Hashanah. We leave our work Friday afternoon, and we have Shabbos to prepare. We have Sunday to prepare. Then we have Monday and Tuesday to have Yontiv. It's like a four-day beautiful weekend of of uh, preparing and 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 expressing and 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 feeling feeling that Akash Baruch is always with us. This is the pshat I hold. Can't call maybe not call pshat. But this is the understanding of what the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah says, the different things that happened on Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara in Yud Aleph Yud Aleph Amad Aleph says that on Rosh Hashanah we know Nifkada Sarah, Sarah became pregnant or we read on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, Hashem Did Hashem want to make her suffer all the years that she was barren? It says, He made them barren because he wanted their tefillahs. 
the world needed their tefillas for uh, 90 years. How many years was she married? Got married very young. So many Yom Kippurs she davened. And finally, finally, Hashem Pokad Esara says the Gemara, what else happened on Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah, Yotza Yosef Bibesa Asurim. Yosef went out of jail. You know the famous story, end of Parshas Vayeshev, where the where Yosef was was uh, you know accused by Aishas Potiphar, and he stood up to that test that she tried to to um, uh, you know to have relations with him and be personal with him, and he survived that. He ran away, and she accused him of 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 of, uh, of the other of, of something else, and. He was thrown into jail. He was in jail for 10 years. And then he was there for another two years, right? And then in jail, you know, he met the butler and the, and the baker, and he, they had dreams, and he interpreted their dreams, and the whole story. Yosef was released from, from prison. What does that mean? What's the significance? that he was just a arbitrary, you know, what happened on that date type of trivia. I think the pshat is that Yosef, we know that he, was, he stayed two more years in prison because he put too much trust in the, in, the, in the butler. And he told the butler, as the butler was leaving, because he was brought back for, to participate in Paro's birthday, he told him, don't forget me. He said it twice. Zachartani, remember me, that was two years, and that's why he was there two more years. Vahimi Kech Nasayim, it was the two years that he had to stay longer in prison. What's the pshat? What did he do wrong? Bitochen? You can, you can write a whole book of Bitochen from Yosef. The answer is that Yosef didn't understand that even in jail Hashem was with him. Even in jail, there's a purpose of what he had to accomplish before he came to his redemption or to his um, royal existence. We all have a royal existence. We don't always see that every stage of our life is that part of that royalty. The golden years, everybody puts away for their retirement years, those are the golden years. We know that today is the roy- is the golden years. Tomorrow is the golden years. Enjoy the days when you don't have so much money. I remember when our first apartment, it was geschmack. It was a small little kitchen. You sat at the table. You turn around, open up the fridge, and you turn around here, and you take the, the, the eggs off the oven, and you can sit down. That's royal, royalty. Now you got to get up and walk to the <laughs> from the breakfast room to the kitchen. It's you know, such a big house. You know, what, which one is the royal years? It's geschmack. It was so nice, quaint. It was intimate. It was nice. The expression of waiting for the golden years is not a Jewish concept. When I'll have more resources, I'll do more. I'll have a bigger obligation, bigger responsibility. But golden, they're all golden. And Yosef had to realize that even when he was in jail, those were royal years. He was learning. He was being prepared. He was being groomed for something greater. When Yosef on Rosh Hashanah, 
Yosef got out of prison, he realized that those years were some of his best years in the prison when he was able to realize and make the Kiddush Hashem to the baker and the butler to show them that it's, it's not, I don't interpret dreams, God interprets dreams. And right then in prison, that was his redemption. He finally realized that in jail was my redemption. He came out of Beis Yisurim, he came out of the... Because he realized that God was with me even in jail. That's Vishov Hashem Elokecha Shavuzcha. Our redemption and our understanding of, of, of the ultimate Gula And the Golos is that every time we were in Golos, the Shechino Imoyim, nothing less, at the Malach, the Shechino Imoyim, as, as HaKadosh Baruch promised Yaakov Avinu, and as we see in the Pasuk, in the final Geula, Vishav Hashem Elokechaz Shavuzcha, it doesn't say Beheshev. He will take us from, from his place of redemption and he'll take us out? No. He will, he's there with us. We will go out together. This is the, this is the idea. And this is what the Chazal tell us happens to us every Shabbos. The Shafta Ad Hashem Elokecha is another Pasuk in this week's Parsha. The Shafta are the words the Shabbos. Shafta return is Shabbos. Every Shabbos we realize that we are sitting at our Shabbos table with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, at His table. At His table. There were people during the war in, a, in America and in Israel that were, and, and on different calamities that happened. Like the Tolna Rebbe, the, they, they said... You know, they had to punish their, their child. And they say, okay, this, you did this, no dessert. What? No dessert? Crying, tears, and everything. But you know what? The parent said to the mother, says, we're all going to have dessert, but no cherry icing on, on the dessert. We're all going to be with you in the suffering. There were those during the war years there were great Tamil Chachamim who didn't sleep in their bed as long as Klal Yisrael were not sleeping in their beds. They say for the Chassam Seifer there was a fire in, in this city. His house was spared. But he didn't sleep in his bed. There are Jews in my town that don't have a bed to sleep in. How can I go to bed? This is the feeling that we are, that Baruch is with us in our tsaras, And we have to be godlike. This is what Rosh Hashanah is all about. And this is what it means that Yosef was taken out of, of, of uh, he was taken out of, of slavery. He realized this idea that even if I'm in jail, Akash Baruch is with me. That's my salvation. And this is what the Gemara says in. In today's Yom, it's amazing that it's today's Thursday. It's, it's uh, Psalm 81. Pay Aleph. We quoted the Pasuk, referring to Rosh Hashanah. There, there's a hiddenness to this Yom to the Mishpat of 
Yoimadin, where we don't always see the mission, we don't see the judgment, we don't see the justice in the din. We don't see what's going on. Why am I suffering? Why is the Jewish people suffering? We're, we're so way ahead of every. But there's a kisui, because the kisui comes from seeing that Hakashbrok is with us. We're Lifnei Hashem. The Pasuk continues, Eidus Behoisev Samoy. As a testimony for Yosef, he appointed it. But when he went out over the land of Mitzrayim, which is the the raya, which is the raya that he was led out on on Rosh Hashanah. Where's this? Yeah, the Gemara says was the raya. How do you know he was led out of Mitzrayim? Tiku chagenu, and it says edus b'hoisif samay. That's the connection from our from our shir shel yoyim. B'hoisif. What do you see? There it doesn't say Yosef. We don't read it as Yosef. There's one letter added: the hey, Hashem's name. When Yosef realized that in jail he had the name of God with an email and noichi b'tzara. That that's when he was out. <laughs> he was let out. Mainly, he wasn't in jail. He wasn't trapped. Hashem is with me. Lifnei Hashem. This is just a continuation of the of the today's Shir Shulyim. A language unknown to me, I heard. What is that referring to? Says the Gemara in Saita. Says the Gemara in Saita and Daflamid Vava Mebeis, something that we all know. That when Yosef was chosen, he was taken out of jail, brought to Paro. You're the man. He interpreted his dream, and he says, "Wow, I never saw anybody so smart." Well, he interpreted a dream. What, what's the what's the big deal? He saw something unusual. Says the Gemara that he he, he saw that an iroya boy omruloi imkain says I see some b'shosh omruloi parali Yosef ubilaudecho loyorim ishes yodoi without you no one will lift his hand you're in charge of my house so his his, his advisor said how are you doing this he's a slave. So the Gemara says that what he saw was that Yosef knew 70 languages. He fe- that was the Chochmah that he saw. He saw that Yosef knew 70 languages. What's, what does that mean even? So, and a Malach came and taught Yosef all the 70 languages. So Paroi said, When he knew the 70 languages, it was added to him one letter of a That one letter represented the 70 languages that Yosef was taught in Mitzrayim. Ulamachar, the next day, he had to teach Paroi all those languages. 
He can't be smarter than Paro, the king of, of Egypt. Paro was the god, the king, right? So he taught him all the 70 languages. But he couldn't teach him. Aleph. Yosef told, told Paroi, say Aleph. Aleph. Two minutes later, he says, say Aleph. Uh, I don't know, what is that? Abbez. He can't read. He couldn't read it. He couldn't absorb Lashon HaKadosh. Didn't go in. And he couldn't teach him. Chinese, Japanese, Swahilian, Latin, English. These are hard languages, I think. Spanish, French, you name all these languages. The easiest language. It makes no sense. We teach a little kid. Olive Bays, they come home while we clap for them. Olive, ah, ba, ba. You know, he couldn't get it through his, through, through his mind. So he made Yosef promise. Agmre says, Ishtabali, make us oath that you'll never tell anybody that you know one more language than me. And he, he swore to him. And when he came to Yosef, when Yosef came to him and said, I want to bury Yaakov in, in Eretz Yisrael, my father made me promise. What does that mean? What's the big deal? He made you promise. He, he, you know, you want to bury him. He, he says the Gemara, he was reminding him, he says, if you don't let me bury Yaakov in, in Eretz Yisrael, I'm not going to be held responsible to keep yours, your oath. Because my father made me promise. And you tell him, eh, forget about his promise. Oh, forget about promises? We have a little deal between us. The promise, the game, a joke. It says, Loshna Kodesh represents the relationship between Klal Yisrael and, and, and the Jewish people. To the Jewish people, we have a unique relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. The essence of that relationship is Lifnei Hashem. We're always in front of Hashem. That's Bakesel Yom Chagenu. We're in Golos Shechina Imoyim. Not that we have a, a VIP status. We have the Shechina with us. This is what is said by Yosef. That's why Yosef on Rosh Hashanah was led out of jail. That's when he came. That's when he was coming to this understanding. That was his royalty. That's when he came into royalty. But the royalty started when he came in to understand that he's always in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu always is interested in him expressing and developing his royalty. This is what we're, we're after. This is the 70 languages, which we know that, you know, is the 70 nations of the world. The 70 Jewish people that came down to Mitzrayim, it's all, it's all one thing. It's all one thing. It's the uniqueness of a Baruch and how he created his world. This is what we come to in Rosh Hashanah. And this is what we say on Thursday. Today is Yashir Shal Yoim. That a Baruch should help us understand. And, and this is also partly taken from Rav Hutner in his Maimer Chof in Pachat Yitzchak on Rosh Hashanah. He also... It, it, Intimates. I can't say I understand it completely. This this concept of how Yosef's coming out of the jail has to do with Rosh Hashanah. He was that, that awareness even in the yes. war. Hashem he he connects it deeper. He says when when the Tower of Bavel was it mixed up all seventy languages. 
this was the first time in Mitzrayim that all 70 languages became clear and taught to Yosef. Because this was the beginning of the Geula. The promise of the Geula that Hashem will be with us. This is Lashon HaKadosh that stands unique. This is, the, this is what we say in, you know, this is what we say in our sleeps every day. Asher Yachtov Namtik Soid the secret of Klal Yisrael, the Bakesel Yom Chagenu, the hiddenness of our Mishpat is unique and different. Because our Mishpat is from a place of Vishav, HaKosh is taking us, always has our hand in Golos. And he will redeem us after we learn the lesson, after we're taught what we did wrong and how we can remedy it. And I think this is the power of Sefer Tillim. This is why in the Machser we find a fascinating thing. A fascinating thing that when we bring the Psukim, Malchi is the Chorin you know, Musaf is the longest fila because it has these ten Psukim. For Malchi is ten Psukim for Zichroinus and ten Psukim for Shoifers. It goes on and on. You should look at it the next couple days. We have three Psukim from Torah, three Psukim from Nevi'im, three psukim from Ksuvim. All the psukim from Ksuvim are from Tillim. And not only that, the psukim of Ksuvim are brought before the psukim of, of Nevi'im, which is unusual. We, we know Tanakh, Torah, Nevi'im, and Ksuvim. Nevi'im is on a higher level of Nevuah than Ksuvim. Ksuvim are also divine, but on, on a lower level. Lower level. Not low level, lower level. But why over here we mentioned the Psukim Tillim first? So Taisus, the Pashib shot is because Davramel came before the other Nevi'im. You know, he came before, you know, Yeshaya and Yermio and all those other Nevi'im. Chronologically, but it's much deeper than that, obviously. Because in trying to understand the din. To understand that we are royal, and Akash Brohu wants our royalty to be revealed to us on Rosh Hashanah, that we should be taken out of our captivity, our own captivity. Some of it is our own imposed captivity, but in our captivity, both personal and collective, we have to know this idea, Edus Behoitz of somebody. Just like by Yosef, that he learned it. And David Amal was the one who brought it out. It's in Tillim. The words of Tillim and those beautiful psukim in Tillim, that right after Torah, of course it's all in Torah. Yeah, the, the diuk of, of that the Shekhinah is with us in Golis. It's in the Torah, Parsha's Vayichi. It's there in, in uh, our Parsha Vishov. It doesn't say Beheshev. But it's also David Amel brought it out in his unique way because of his life's experiences. He was David Melech Yisrael Chai Vikayam. There's something eternal to David Melech. That's why his psukim bring us out and give us that awareness that even in our goals we have to realize we're in our captivity we are hand holding Hakadosh the Shechin is holding our hand. That's where Mamlech Hakadosh Baruch on Rosh Hashanah. The more we're mamlich, the more we see that we're we're out of we're out of jail. And this is this is what we say in our kiddush. We say v'roi mamtonu mikol You have lifted us up from all languages. This is also referring to this idea 
of the languages that Akash Baruch Hu put into the word Baloshna Kaidish is something that is ununderstood. It's not, it's bakes, it's always hidden from the nations. They can't understand it. That's why Rosh Hashanah is not written what it is in the Torah. We have to go to the Torah Shabal Peh. We have to go to Tillim. We have to go to... It's Tikka B'Chaydeh Shafer. B'Kesayim Chagenu David Amel told us. And you look into the Gemara and then it tells us everything about Rosh Hashanah. What it is for us. That's not for the, the Hamoinam. That's Loshan HaKaydeh. It's only for us. So we should all be zayichet to aksiv v'chasim ha that through the Rosh Hashanah we're mamlich ourselves and we realize that HaKosh Baruch Hu that we're always lifnei Hashem atem nitzavim hayoyim kulchem lifnei Hashem elekechem. Amen.